0: Hi, people. How's it going, everybody?
1: I just call them people. Sure. They
0: are people. They are people. Yeah. That's one thing we can be assured of. Well, I mean, animals can be listening too. It can be. Yeah. Hello, animals as well.
1: Well, we're all animals too. True. Yes. Hello, animals. That just covers everybody. Annoying, huh? (laughs) So, yes. Yeah. How's it going? Whole nine yards. Whole nine yards. Happy to have you. Happy to be back. Yeah. It's raining where we are. I don't know when you're listening at night. Is it cold? Is it hot? These are things I think about. oh, that's nice, thinking about the listeners, well, yeah,' because we can see we have listeners in Australia and africa and all over the place, yeah, uh way up in Saskatchewan, and you wonder what what's the heck?
0: Your, what's your local climate when you're listening to us? And all of that <laughs> you
1: want it walking the dog
0: that's awesome, yeah. Nice. Nobody knows. Thinking about individual people's lives. Yeah. It's lovely.
1: We're all connected. Yeah. So today I'm told, right, we don't have an umbrella.
0: Not necessarily.
1: These are all thrown together kind of herky-jerky.
0: Will I, nil I. Will I, nil I. Will we, nil we?
1: No one knows.
0: Yeah. Yes. So we don't specifically have an umbrella topic.
1: Yeah. But that's fine.
0: It's fine. we we, we eschew the rules season two
1: yeah we make the rules right (laughs) like the music fades so yes i will start as if you don't mind i don't mind one bit and check it out i have one that is six some say seven and you're gonna find out some say a lot of other things Hmm. ways from or two or four sunday for simplicity's sakes, let's just say seven ways from Sunday.
0: Seven ways from Sunday. Yeah.
1: Okay. But people say other things. Yeah. I said that already.
0: Seven ways from Sunday. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And if I said that to you, like, hey, I tried to get this door open seven ways from Sunday, can't do it.
0: it you tried every method you had or you tried for a very long time. I'd go with both of those.
1: All right. I mean, the 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 prescriptive Notations would suggest it was the the prior
0: um, tried everything you could. Yeah. Yes. Every way I had. Every there. way you had in the arsenal.
1: Right. Yes. Every which way but lose. <laughs> <laughs> that keeps coming up. That's a movie title. Yeah, it's Clint Eastwood with a monkey, I think, I but I've never seen it.
0: Don't have very many Clint Eastwood movies in there.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I. You know. Yeah. I. Uh, maybe There's he went monkey. home someday with nothing to do I, i'll watch that actually. yeah i don't know but uh, is it a comedy Sorry. it's got a monkey it. and yeah, it's gotta so it has be, to be. Yeah. yeah okay but anyway. it's clint eastwood you know he's gonna be shooting somebody or punching somebody <sighs> i guess I, I don't know maybe the monkey punches people
0: write <laughs> right in. let us know
1: <laughs> spoilers yeah anyway no i might watch it so <laughs> six ways from sunday yes right what you said about it, so this is a funny one, and um, let me start us off in the in the mid seventeen hundreds This one kind of queathed me out a little bit, but mm. there's this odd origin theory that I have a couple of different pieces of trouble with, <laughs> but it just the same it came up in multiple fronts, so i I have to address it, although Uh, Let me just say from from this, we're talking, again, mid-1700s, and somehow, uh, both ways from Sunday and two ways from Sunday, Mm -hmm. these were, for some god-awful unknown reason, okay, married to, I guess, you know, medical science back then was just like, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Barbary? Yeah. Yeah. You're sick, they just cut you open, let you bleed. That was gonna do it, yeah. We're learning, but uh, what's in here? They were tied to an eye condition, which I think I suffer from a very mild case of, but um, I don't know, uh, called strabismus. Strabis, strabismus. All right, could be strabe because there's only one consonant after that vowel, but you know, how English is. And this that's that condition where, uh, you know, one eye is pointing one way and the other another way. Okay. You know, and so this theory is, and, and I i can see it documented in, in several fronts, so it's just not one crazy person's uh, theory that two ways from Sunday was associated with this condition. Yeah. But the idea is that from there... Became figurative because it began to mean looking at something <laughs> askew. <laughs> oh man, really? Yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to lie to you about no, that. Okay. So there was that with, with the eyes. And then later in into the 1800s, there's an odd thing that happens in researching this. There are a lot of researchers who say that the phrase use evolved into something that is um, you're at a loss. It means I'm at a loss, Mm -hmm. but we don't use it that way now, and I can't find uses of it that way. So I don't know what they found and what they're referring to. They gave no notes as to why they say this. I can't find that. But
0: there's no direct link to that because I mean I, I could see the you know us using that as an idiom you know like oh yeah you could see it as a sense of I'm at a loss you've tried everything but if there's no link to that kind of
1: direct, right it's, yeah. it's really close right I can't get the door open I tried six ways from Sunday I'm at a loss yeah. for how to get it open right you, you tried can, yeah oh, mm-hmm.
0: yeah I got you
1: so that's special that that's 1800s mm-hmm. then so this is just like a little fun fact here. So, early 1900s, I found this a couple places. Uh, I guess it was in a newspaper. I found it in other sources, but I couldn't find it in that newspaper, but I can see that it must be, and I just can't find things. But uh, this little piece that was published in 1910 in -hmm. St. Louis newspaper, but all is over and his soul is born to that faraway country of the wine and corn to jump six ways for Sunday every time the angel Gabriel toots his horn. And this was allegedly on a tombstone. hmm hmm Oh. Yeah. Yeah. So in 1910, if this tombstone is real... <laughs> It meant I jumped every way. So Gabriel blows, I'm jumping mm-hmm. all kind of ways, yeah, right? right.
0: All the ways. yeah,
1: so that travels nicely into this other possible, uh, albeit sort of cruelly amusing uh, <laughs> s- actual origin, okay. Um, some lexicographers really are in this camp, yeah, and some are in another camp, and I can't find a way to settle their camp battle <laughs> so I, I i have to arrive at both both mm-hmm. so this one uh, we're, is old so um man let me tell you like uh tiny
0: uh, old or like no old not that old? old but
1: but we were we had only gone back to the 1600s now sure. now this takes me back to the 1100s oh. and a pope which they won't name, but I did Pope research. Some call it Pope search. <laughs> sure. <And> Dot com. <laughs> I think it's going to be Pope Anastasius. Okay. Late 12th century Pope. Makes sense. He set up this rule because I guess he was sick of people showing up late for church. And so <laughs> he figured out a punishment and... The punishment was if you're late for church, the last person to show up. Now, now this seems wrong because Everyone, someone's going right, to be last every time. Every time, someone's going to be last. Someone's going to be last. It was, okay, what's the? You would just not go, right? You'd hide in your house and say you were sick. Well, you can't do that either. They'll probably do something worse. What are they going to do to you if you don't
0: know, make it to if you're like someone's going to be last?
1: Yeah, someone's <laughs> going to be last. So, uh, I I guess you know they didn't have Netflix, so. <laughs> The last person to show up for Sunday service yeah. was to have the devil beaten out of what him. What the? Yeah, uh, it gets better though. That's this is <laughs> this is the fun part. Okay. Um, <laughs> the, it, the the punishment was to be given out every day for a week. <laughs> oh come on! I'm not gonna lie to you. Until the next Sunday, when when the, when there's a new last guy. Oh man! So you're beaten. <laughs> Oh, it gets better. Come on. Yeah, well, yeah, wait. They changed it up, you know, keep keep it fresh. And so get bored of doing the same thing every day. Now, I found this in a book and I found this it th- three different other sources and they varied. So I'm just going to read my favorite okay. of those because who really knows? Did they have a scroll of the punishments and then someone... Who's keeping track? I guess someone did. Someone had to write it down. <laughs> um, so it was, it was a stout mace for Mondays, what? an iron-tipped boot for Tuesdays, a broad sword, flat edge, not the sharp edge because yeah, we but... want you to make it back to tears eventually, the... for Wednesdays. A wide belt for Thursday. Oh, a wide they, belt. They,
0: sure, they easing you out on the week.
1: No, 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 because you got stones on Friday, <laughs> and um, and Saturdays was dealer choice, like ice or cabbage if it was summer. Like what? you get like who's got spare oh, cabbage to just well, be pelting you with, or they boil I it and know. put you in. It? We don't know what. So
0: this is a this is the this is the thing.
1: Well, it's a strong contender. Remember what I said earlier? <laughs> yeah, I There's do. those two camps. You
0: said very strong. So mm-hmm. this is like a, what? yeah.
1: Um, but I mean,
0: this stuff actually happened probably, regardless of if it's why we say that. A mace is the big ball with the points on the chain.
1: I don't, I, I thought it was that stuff I ground up and used in my homemade ketchup recipe. M- yeah, maybe, maybe it's like that. Um, they rub it in your eyes. Who's, who's Charles Bronson? He filled that sock with quarters. Um, And then you know, spin it around, hit you with it.
0: They fill a a sock with seeds. With a, I guess that's not so bad. But the pointy boot—I mean, there's some bad ones in there.
1: Sure. Oh yeah, you're not living that week. What? I mean, you remember that? Church. You won't be late again, (laughs) Mister. So, so there's another. (laughs) You're not coming back. (laughs) Uh, Oh
0: wow. Okay. So what's the next theory?
1: (laughs) The next theory is is much more palatable. And and, actu- and actually, when you look at all of the gathered history and etymology together, to me, seems much more plausible. <laughs> sure. I don't even know why there's a strong camp over there, except that it's exciting. It but, was exciting. Yeah. I appreciate that. So this other lexicographer group uh, that was spearheaded by one particular fellow, a Michael Quinian, Quinian, Uh, has dug up some odd things that did not come up anywhere that I saw. Mm -hmm. It was a passage in James Pauling's short story, Cobus Yerkes, 1828, which puts us in a similar Mm -hmm. uh, time frame as some of those other goings on. Yeah, the 1900s. That like we've seen in, in a few things that we've done, a few of our shows culminated this way that the saying seems to very likely come to be by putting two phrases together Mm -hmm. over time. There was a phrase in the 1600s and, and 16th century going back that was, she had looked nine ways. Now, some of the ways to use that varied, but regardless, it was a phrase. And then later on in the 1700s looking both ways for Sunday which really goes back to that eyeball thing mm-hmm. and that they were combined together you drop the look uh, and you end up with uh, what we have today and there there is no rote way to say it people say nine ways seven ways six ways to Sunday from Sunday Hundred forty ways from Sunday. People say what the hell they want to say, mm-hmm. but it all means to us now the same thing. And and I think it's more likely that it was just people over time melting things they heard, yeah, f- you know, passed down through some generations, and they changed it and combined them together. Uh, or it's the beating.
0: Yeah, either uh, one. I mean, you get to pick. Yeah. <laughs> so, I guess it's probably the uh, yeah. Wow.
1: Right. Yes. Because you know, lucky you. Saturday is just
0: ice. Yeah. Well, you got to make it back to church. Yeah. Because you don't be late again. No.
1: Oh. <laughs>
0: my my. So what do my. you have? Uh, I'm gonna run full tilt into my phrase, oh. which is full tilt. Sure. If that wasn't obvious.
1: No, I got it right away.
0: Um, were you any under under any assumptions with this one? Just if I said full tilt.
1: To you? I guess it's like, you know, you see like a cartoon guy running, and he's leaned over running into his run or something.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, so maybe something like that, I would think.
0: Oh, because he's leaning over. Nice. Yeah. That's awesome. Right. And you said, well, he's going to run. So this uh, full tilt, we're using the idiom to mean like uh, top speed, right? Very fast.
1: Yeah. Very, f- you know, yeah. Very Confident. fast. You know, the, the meter or the lever or the gas pedal. Or, right. Yeah.
0: No, oh, yeah, and you're saying like it's actually tilted.
1: Well, if it's a if right. it's like the roadrunner nice. or something, you Sure,
0: know. sure. I dig that. I had like the, the assumption of, you know, the pinball tilt, wondering just like, I don't know, does it have anything to do with that? But it does not have any uh pinball wizardry at all.
1: Oh, this yeah, phrase yeah. Yeah. You I mean know. that's when when we have pinball machines, mid twentieth century.
0: Yeah. Yeah, right. That's mid twentieth century. <laughs> Um, but this phrase predates those pinball machines, right? As you said. Uh, this one is pretty straightforward. So it, it will come at a full tilt right. to us. Um, the word tilt comes from the old English word tilt. But T Y L T E. T Y L T E. Yeah, you know how going do. Sure.
1: Title.
0: <laughs> Exactly, it's spelled title, right, with a Y. Um, That means to totter unsteadily. Um, So yeah, like you know, you're like, all right, you're 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 gonna totter unsteadily. Tilt means unsteady. That that makes sense. Cool, sure. When you tilt something, you're kind of tipping it over. It becomes unsteady. I I get that. Mm. But the word uh, title or tilt, as it were, is a synonym for jousting. Jousting. Jousting.
1: This is the this is the thing with the horses and the This spears? is the thing
0: with the horses and the joust. Javelins, I believe, yeah. All right. Right, exactly. Uh the so tilt tilting is a cinnamon. Wow.
1: Huh. I said cinnamon. Uh-huh. Let me in.
0: Man. Uh, tilt <laughs> is a synonym for jousting. Um, <laughs> knights on horseback trying to make each other totter unsteadily off the horses, you know? Makes sense. Uh, That use comes back to uh, the early 1500s. So going full tilt was basically just going nuts on the other night, going straight at him with the thing, the javelin. Ah, Not joust,
1: it's called a javelin. So who uses it? Like which way? Use it in a sentence. If you're a knight in a jousting match, how would you use it?
0: I don't know. <laughs> That's
1: great. <laughs> I mean just I mean, they, I'm just looking I at mean, the context that they're going, of what it is. So what I I'm, I'm gonna tilting, go tilt that
0: guy. Right, they're tilting. Is that what you would say? That's what I took it to mean I'm it's a, going to go
1: to It's, go it's, to, to it's replaceable with, that guy? with
0: jousting. So I'm gonna go tilt I'm gonna go tilting. I'm oh. joust. I've jousted. I've tilted. I oh I believe is how I'm taking it. Some people think that it can be Uh, it could take its name from the actual physical barrier between the knights. Um, There's a 15th century definition for tilt that means a covering of coarse cloth, like an awning or like a drapery. So there is a theory that it could be from that actual barrier between the knights, not the tilting, not the jousting specifically. Huh. But the actual, yeah, actual barrier.
1: The barrier.
0: Yeah, in the earliest idiom usage uh, is from the 1600s, The History of Tom Thumb, where he says the cook was running on full tilt when Tom fell from the air.
1: Was Tom Thumb fictional?
0: Yeah, there wasn't really a guy that was the size of a thumb.
1: Right. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> At least as far as I know.
1: I had a little red toy cash register as a child, and it, had, it said Tom Thumb on it. Nice. That's like, completely aside that's all right yeah we were full of
0: them <laughs> um another s- phrase is full pelt that they say that this gave birth to much I didn't I'm not looking into that I'm just giving you trivia full pelt full pelt and then also the uh this is what I, I said yeah I never heard, the jousting thing it came up in the the tilting at windmills type of deal which is from uh, Don Quixote. He would go fight windmills you know but pointlessly because he thought they were giants yeah but they were actual windmills Um, so people use the term the phrase tilting at windmills to refer to him he never says it in like Cerv- Cervantes never says it in the book but people use tilting at windmills to refer to Don Quixote and I never went further beyond that phrase just beyond that um, I knew what they were referring to but I'm like oh they're talking about jousting nice yeah levels people
1: oh it all comes together now doesn't it so yeah
0: we took that one at full tilt
1: yeah that was tilty yeah um so it doesn't have anything to do with speed at all and yet that's how i use it sure we're going full tilt full tilt
0: yeah i mean you're going quick on the horseback you could you could see the, the the jump
1: i mean if if somewhere in the jousting game there was partial tilt i'm just going to partial tilt this guy sure
0: i don't keep know your, keep the the javelin up maybe it's a respectful tilt
1: <laughs> i got you i don't know let me ask you something right all right so uh, you're not a baseball fan particularly and i'm not particularly no. but we like history stuff yeah uh, a lot you know yeah, definitely And people stuff and cool stories yeah and uh, I got a lot of friends who are baseball fans, young and old. It's a, it's a, it's an odd it's thing. It's an American but pastime. People love it. Yeah, sure. But also the history and the people. Mm-hmm. So, uh, in our ads is uh, one ad for Roberto Clemente Museum coming up here, and it's a fantastic place. Yeah. Uh, filled with all kind of memorabilia and belongings mm-hmm. and and uh, history contracts, uh, uniforms.
0: Personal letters,
1: all kinds of stuff. Yeah, uh, they have of Roberto Clemente and other baseball players, and there's a lot of um, a lot of current big ball players and and other people like that uh, uh, that are huge fans mm-hmm. of the museum. It's a it's a great place. Yeah, I got a 21 t shirt myself. Yeah, I'm, I have to get one of those. Uh, they have they have nice hats, face masks, sticker, and everything with 21 on them, and they're nicely designed. There's good looking stuff. Yeah. I saw uh, Eddie Vedder in concert with a uh, Roberto Clemente Museum t-shirt on. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, there's a whole nine yards code coming up in this little ad. Uh, if you enjoy history or baseball or Roberto Clemente, Clemente. Along with Instacart and uh, who? big science. But uh, that's coming up. We'll be right back.
2: Support whole nine yards and make your life easier with Instacart. Online grocery shopping made simple. Instacart connects you with personal shoppers in your area to shop and deliver groceries from your favorite stores in a single order. Products you love from local stores, hand-selected based on your preferences. Many items may be delivered in as little as an hour. Instacart helps to save you money on your favorite items and recommends new products that you might also love. Instacart, the most convenient way to shop. Whole 9 Yards is sponsored by the Roberto Clemente Museum. Located in a restored engine house in Pittsburgh's revitalized Lawrenceville neighborhood, the Clemente Museum is a showcase of the largest exhibited collection of baseball artifacts, works of art, literature, photographs, and memorabilia related to Roberto Clemente and his life in baseball shop the store for clothing and other items featuring the iconic 21 logo and purchase tour tickets for the museum at clemenemuseum.com enter promo code w9y21 for a 10 percent discount on hats and tees that's clemenemuseum.com promo code w9y21 whole nine yards is sponsored by big science music Big Science Music is a can-and-one-show award-winning original music and sound boutique, providing scoring, sound design, radio, podcast, and audio post-production services for the advertising, film, and video industries. Big Science Music also offers ADR, casting, and project management. Big Science Music's reels, full capabilities, and more can be found at BigScienceMusic.com. That's BigScienceMusic.com.
1: So, hey, that was pretty nice, right? Yes. Yeah. Have to stall a couple of seconds because of the circle presser people? Yeah. Yeah, and then you're back in. Back in. in. You're back. Back pretty soon, and yeah. Hey, so since we don't have an umbrella topic, it's sort of, uh, these are sort of uh, loose-knit. Wild cards. Wild cards. Um, Mine starting up here is uh bald out. Bald out. Bald out. All right. And this one I, I I never gave it a lot of thought and I never remember actually having to write it
2: <laughs>
1: and probably maybe not having read it anywhere. Right. Uh, so it it's only something I heard and you knew what it meant. I knew what it was you know trying to mean Mm
0: -hmm. by context
1: but it was always confusing because it didn't seem to have like why that word and um (laughs) and it was confused with um uh you know older older songs you listen to uh who's the tutti frutti got little richard Mm -hmm. and he had uh you know what's her name who was it miss molly sure like the ball Mm -hmm. and you know because you you would just be like what is why is this word Isn't this a a spherical play toy? Right, I know what a ball is. Like, why? But I was confused. Sure. The reason this made our list is because at some point, and I can't seem to find it now to to see it again, I would really like to, there was an episode of Leave It to Beaver, (laughs) wherein... (laughs) Beaver was the little brother, and his older brother was Wally. Wally. And Beaver had done something wrong. All right. And the parents didn't know which son did the wrong thing, but they really thought Wally did it, but (laughs) Beaver did it. And so the dad scolded and punished Wally. Wally, who did not sell out his little brother Beef. Wow, nice. And so later they shared a bedroom like, you know. Sure. And uh later when Wally came back from getting his punishment from Dad, Beaver was like, "Oh man, I'm so sorry. Thank you for for doing yeah. that." Like and yeah. Wally said to him something like, "Uh gee, Beef, I figured I had a balling out coming for something, so" I I just took this one, so <laughs> what a good brother though! What I mean, a really, good brother. it's a good
0: brother moment,
1: right? Yeah. And I really like the use of bawling <laughs> out. Sure. And so it stuck with me. And so here's here's what I've learned.
0: Okay.
1: Uh, to scold someone vehemently.
0: <laughs> okay,
1: sure. Right. Yes. The teacher bawled us out when she caught us cheating on the test. All right. Yeah.
0: Yeah scold someone vehemently
1: now right away i saw hey this is spelled b-a-w-l not b-a-l-l so has nothing to do with little richard or any of those other things
0: okay right right it's a it's a crying
1: right well Well, i was
0: trying to steal your thunder no there's
1: no thunder okay
0: (laughs) okay Uh, I didn't know that. I'm saying the B A W L. Right? B A
1: W L. So the first thing I did after uh, digging through these some of these old dusty law books <laughs> was <laughs> was look in the newspaper archive. Yeah, sure. And lo and behold, so I found a use from the 1880s. Several uses. Now some of the some of the type is hard to read in some of the newspapers, but in this one in yeah. particular from 1887. I was able to read it, and it was once again, as I keep being amazed by I don't know why I'm so amazed by this, but newspapers used to have short stories in them all the time. <laughs> and I guess they probably went on, so you'd buy the paper every day. Yeah. But I, and this never fails to amaze me. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm thinking I'm going to read a news article, and I'm like, what? Is this is like right. a fictional narrative. Yeah, about a thing. What's yeah. a When A guy on a train had some other people in the in the car behind him making a bunch of racket, and uh, the man had tired of listening to the nonsense and suddenly turned around and bawled out. <laughs> Will you stop the noise? He turned around and bawled out. out. He didn't bawl someone out. No. He, he bawled, bawled out. out. Yeah. And I had never heard it in that context no. before, but as it turns out, that plays perfectly nicely in to actual uh, etymology and and definition. Mid-15th century, from an old Norse bala, B-A-U-L-A, to howl like a dog. Okay. Uh, Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. And there were other things. I I had my old English dictionary, and it has a word balin, B-A-U-L-I-N, which is not unlike that norse words definition mm-hmm. how nice so that yeah variation of that word really didn't change much what it meant was to <laughs> to shout out to yell out yeah so only that the context uh, or the usage flipped a little bit that we use it uh differently from that 1880s newspaper you know do you ever hear anyone say it like that Ball. hey i Ball I balled out. It would be like I shouted, shouted at out. her. Yeah. Now, to say I balled somebody out s- strikes me a little. It's just, it's just right. different. It, it
0: makes sense. I mean, it, the context of ball out in a howl. Yeah, that makes sense.
1: But by but
0: howl out, yeah.
1: By the early 1900s, the newspaper um, uses that I found were all in our familiar. Yeah, balling. To ball someone out, he got ball. The soldier balled out. You know, yeah. Those were they were yeah. all those kinds of things.
0: And that's how we do. We're like, yeah, it's just the act of this. We're gonna call it a. We're gonna use it as a verb.
1: And it, it and it, yeah, it changed. Yeah. Now today, I don't. I don't hear people using that too much. Uh, the the beef. So uh, so of course I saw that on Nick at Night or something. Yeah. But uh, yeah, these old. Now there was one more. I could not. Source this back um gerund g e r u n d um Garund? no it's pronounced gerund okay uh there's supposedly variations of this same ball balare bala ballin derivatives older yet this is a uh, uh, medieval latin, mm-hmm. but I could not dig them up but I believe that they're they're down in there if in the full etymological dig, <laughs> you know, if you want to really get the backhoe out. Sure, get down in there. Yeah. Yeah. You'll find it, but for now, that's what I have for ball out. Nice. Hmm. That's great. Hey, so go use that and go ball somebody ball. out. Oh. <sighs> what do you I have, have for ball
0: out? Uh, I'm just having listener thoughts to close off our
1: I like listener thoughts a Episode lot. Episode this week. I do wish people would listen or think, think us.
0: We got some listener thoughts to the Twitter at whole 9 Yards Pod from uh, listener Tiff. Tiff. Who, who suggests that we should research the world is your oyster, which I don't have any Oh, the world is
1: my oyster.
0: If the world is your oyster, yeah, then what are you? Are you the grain of sand in the middle? And get the world paled around you. Are you the middle of the?
1: You're in that slimy goo, the, though, right? Right. I don't know. I guess yeah. they they put they put that part out of their thought. You're the pearl.
0: You're the p- pearl of of my oyster. I uh, see that would, but we'll maybe we'll have to find out. Thanks, Tiff, for the suggestions. Uh, thanks yeah. for tweeting to us at Whole Nine Yards Pod as well.
1: She could have done the same thing through Instagram. Yes, at Whole Nine Yards Pod. Ha. Huh. Or she might have messaged us on Facebook through Hold Nine Yards podcast also, on the Facebook. Also true. That 9 is a number 9 in all of these, isn't it? Yes, always. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Always. Uh-huh. <laughs> so thanks. Yes. Yeah. And uh and, and so those are the things. So yeah, hit us up. And so yeah, I'm Jay and I'm Ray and, and we are not idiots. idioms.
2: Learn more at whole 9 yardsorg or contact Whole Nine Yards by emailing heyyou at hole9yards.org. That's heyyou at whole number nine yards dot Nine Yards theme music composed by Big Science Music.